but hello. <clears throat> How's everyone doing tonight? Hello, hello, hello. We're ready to get started. Can we jump right in? Hello. What's going on everyone welcome to the dr funk live show thank you guys so much for subscribing on youtube stitcher itunes apple music spotify we appreciate you thank you guys so much for your donations we'll go ahead and put that in there some other stuff on this week's episode we're going to be talking about the return of paisley park after dark and how we need you to be on this show what's going on everyone you guys can hear me fine right Yep, if you're saying that. Got a new microphone, trying out different tech. Um, we're also going to see if you prefer this hat or another one. Um, but it's ridiculously hot. I'm sure Orlando, it's kind of hot. Um, praying for Texas and uh, what's good, Milwaukee, man. Um, When's it going to stop? But I'm going to try to uh, lift up everyone's energy and do this stuff. Um, we'll try another hat shortly. Cute as a button. Thank you. Although uh, after the show, I may get rid of the beard and try some different things. But we're doing that. So... Um, getting into it. And of course I was thinking, um, of course I want to have the show on at the exact same time every week, but we're going to be having, uh, that unreleased version of forever in your life, forever in my life dropping tomorrow. So it's just like, you want to stay consistent, but you also want to give the fans what they want. Michelle, please uh, take care of yourself there in Texas. Uh, be safe. 2020, what I learned from this year is whatever can go wrong, most likely will. That's why that 1% chance of that asteroid the day before election day, we actually have to worry about. Um, so those are things going on. So we'll see what the response is tomorrow to forever in my life and how it is. I'm curious if people haven't already ordered this set yet, if that is um, going to be the reason why they order it. I'm trying to see if it's attracting newer purchases or, you know, yes, we're happy to hear it, but we're already getting it. Get what I'm saying is um, I hear about promotion being great, but at the same time, is it just appeasing to us who are already going to buy it? Yeah, unreleased song. It's from Sigh of the Times, from the set that's coming out uh, at the end of September, and that's why I made sure to wear another Sigh of the Times shirt that you can get through the estate. Cheap plug prince.state.com or prince store. So 
you have those going on, but is it reaching anyone that hasn't already purchased a set? Exactly, Rob, that's what I'm talking about. Like we're looking forward to it, but is it reaching only people that have already ordered it? And that's the whole basis of why I do my show and why we do other things is to be able to promote artists and, and the projects that are going on. And I want to know how noticeable it is. And of course, before I have a guest on, um, I let them know that I'm going to be looking towards the right for people's comments and to see them and be able to bring them on screen. I told Michael B that before and Michael B was like, oh man, I know I have my show that I do once a week. We do the same thing. Um, but I'll hear from people that it looks like I'm uninterested in the guest and other things. The problem is, is I have my lighting fixture right here. That's where I have to have it. I have the laptop right here. The TV, <clears throat> I need to get it mounted. I've talked about that before. I'm still worried, even if we get the mount, if we can have it be right behind the laptop screen. So then my eyes would be right here instead of right there. Now, to you guys, is it noticeable when I'm looking at your comments right now? And if I had a guest on, how disrespectful does it look? Even though the guests understand. I just don't want to be seeing comments on YouTube from people that are watching it and not understanding that, again, one of the reasons that Prince loved my show was me paying attention to the comments and bringing stuff on. And that's what I try to appease on. But if it's coming off as rude and I'm not giving you guys my attention and not giving my guest my attention, if that's problematic. So now we're going to get into these comments that we're doing from Sign of the Times. Um, and yes, I agree with this. That sound the original CD stinks. It's it's been in desperate need of a remaster for a long time. Wow, D, what's stopping you from ordering the set? Is it the price, or you're not liking the material? What's going on? Yes, you can buy it in store, Steve, um, at your local record stores, hopefully. Um, I try to specifically order stuff that shirts or whatnot through the estate. The music, not so much. And again, it proves it. Let's just put it this way. And I don't want a bitch. I was able to order one of the single sets and uh, it was supposed to be here last Thursday. They don't know where it's at. They're asking me to wait. So there it is. So um, that's how we go on. Now back to thank you, although that's why I may I'm still going to switch hats and see what you guys think. And yeah, you guys figured that out. That's what I was doing. Um, I always have to make this thing before it shows in your future. My main thing is, is wanting to put the money into getting the mount. The problem is, 
and I'll tell you what my problem is after that. I do need a secretary. I need assistance because there's other stuff, man. So many people give me, we'll get into that as well. Um, okay. I can tell what you're doing by where your focus is, but it doesn't come as come across as disrespectful. Money. I understand. Do you have a birthday coming up? So I just feel like when people are watching the video back, um, yeah, but I'm going to try uh, to, yeah, you're lucky. And where are you located? I believe you're not that far from me. But yeah, everyone else in LA has been getting it. Um, but I haven't got mine. They're supposed to be here last Thursday, and uh, they're not. So, and in regards to regular sign of the times, that's great. I volunteered to be your secretary. I don't know how that's going to work. Because I'd like to have, in a perfect world, the Prince Money Jar. I think you told me about that before. South Lucie. It is. It's just um, a special set, Michelle. Um, a special box set limited to 1,987 copies. In a perfect world, and Chris James did this for me one time. And when I was doing um, a live show before, he would see the questions and he'd write them down and hand them to me. So my focus was always on you guys. I don't know that have that right now. We're in COVID. Um, Well, the problem with this is with that singles box set, you can only order it through them. And uh, with it being limited, I'm a little bit worried. Uh, I try to put my faith in it. As I told you guys when it went on sale that day to do it, to just order the set separately so you guys would get it and not wait for the T-shirts. And I did it through the estate. Uh, I'm hoping that something will happen, but it's not looking good right now. It's probably because they know who I am and they don't, you know, I'm, I have to play nice. So, oh, why does it make you depressed? You know, he'd want you to enjoy his music. So... The Peach Limited Edition will be released. It should be, if you're talking on the record stores, um, that's going to be limited as well. And I don't like seeing this, especially because I've had a lot of orders messed up by them. I just didn't make it public. Of course, now I am because, yeah, I'm just a little frustrated. That's good, Keely. So... Yeah, I'll have big orders too, and there'll be a problem. So, clean version of larger window with the Why does iTunes say September 6th? No, that's the singles box set. Um, it was supposed to arrive at my place tomorrow. And also, the Forever in My Life, the version, the unreleased version that's going to be on Sign of the Times, unreleased, is going to be released tomorrow through digital platforms and you'll get the little 
notice that you get from uh, the print social media accounts. So there we go. Now as for the hat, thank you. So let's have this be interactive. This hat or my Laker pride, this hat. I kind of like this one, so I'll let you guys decide. I'm sure some people are gonna say, either way, Doc, you look great. So let's do that. Um, yes, it'll be on title as well. Sign of Times is your favorite album. Why not? And that's when someone's gonna fall with Love Sexy Save My Life. So I paid my trip from the state and it came in quick. That's great. I'm glad you guys are having good experiences with it. I've kept my mouth shut. <laughs> the fedora. Okay. Let's see. Fair My Life was best live. Yes, that version is amazing. 100%. All right. I guess there's not even one thing for Laker hat. Are you guys just Laker haters? But yeah. So this is how it works in an interactive show without things. So I'll go back to it. Just keep in mind, it's like a little over um, 100 degrees here. And my hair was not cooperating today. It's just getting to the point of just being too long to style. So thank you, Mika. So um, now let's get on to some of the news. Laker Nation. What should be the next Alexa set? Let's wait for this set to come out before we have that discussion. Um, no problem getting items from a state, just very slow. So you guys saw the announcement of Paisley Park After Dark returning September 5th, although I didn't see them name the DJ yet. Hopefully the DJ will announce themselves, allow myself to introduce myself. So now that's what we want. Do I see them re-releasing the 7-inch singles box again? I don't. But what happens to the ones that had a damaged box or the ones that haven't gotten their stuff? And then the ones that ordered something else with it and they're not getting it till later. Um, hopefully those ones are covered. I'm just worried that I'm going to be told tomorrow, we don't know what happened. Here's your money back. When I'd rather have the sets. So we will see. Hello, hello. So Paisley Park After Dark returning September 5th, $25. It does not include the tour, but it's 25 bucks. People in LA, which are used to paying that much for a club or 20 bucks, they're okay with that amount. Uh, it's a dance party from 8 to 11. Usually in LA, we'll have it from 9 until 2 or stuff like that, but we understand what's going on there. Keely, you're, you're lucky is all I can say with that one so far. Hopefully I can, uh, by this time next week, maybe I'll be in a joy, joyful place. Thank you, Nikki. So what we want and what we need for Paisley Park after dark is after that happens. People that are going to be going, I want them to let me know 
because I want you guys that attend to be on this show and talk about that experience. And now it will be the exact same version. There's no extras or bonuses. The only thing is, is where you get to hear it from. So 30 and it would include the tour, right, V? So they are, but it's a social distancing party. Is this another reason, another thing that I want and I'll have to pay for is the screen I'm going to have behind me right here so we can bring up the information and you guys can see it right behind me. Um, would it be better on this side so we're not blocking the symbol? Okay. Those sound effects are just a bonus for you guys. But yes, there are having it, but it's a socially distanced, distancing dance party. But so far, they've had pretty good success uh, with Paisley, with being safe, haven't heard any issues. That's another thing that I'm going to get on about it. Um, maybe not numbered, but then there'd have to be something different that you get. D, I think COVID is bothered by everyone. It's um, why I don't have it mounted yet for various reasons and why I don't have the TV stand. Um, in my place where I live, there's two people that have it. Not in my place, but surrounding where I live. Two people have it. So what were they doing today? They were disinfecting the entire place. They're going to be doing it for a week. I don't know if it's because the per one of the people didn't tell them that they had it and they were still going out and about in public and not staying at home, which I did see. Um, but it's problematic because in order to try to give you guys the best show, got to have the TV mount, got to have the other stuff, which means I'm going to have to have someone in my place set it up when I have these things going on around me. In California, our numbers are down. We're not having the outbreaks that New York and Florida had, but it is quite problematic and we're doubling our testing. I don't know if that was too upset people that are trying to slow down testing, but we're actually doubling our testing in California now. So yeah, but now it is 25 bucks. I would like it to be 20 or 21. Um, and if you don't pay, uh, if you pay at the door, it's 30. So of course it's better to do it online. Um, yes. Well, I believe it's in the left or another room. At least that's where they had it before or the MPG MC room. So, is this spam that I'm seeing? Do I need to get rid of that, you guys? I delete the comment if it happens again. We're just going to block the user. So. <laughs> I don't believe it's a hoax just because I know people that have it. And the one person that had it around where I lived, their freaking skin color change. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it has dropped. So I understand the about doing it. Um, yeah. Block the comment. If it comes up again, that means it's a 
it's spam. So, which is another thing that I want to get into because I see these things about how to increase your audience on YouTube. Um, and it's to be responding to comments. The problem is, is that uh, it comes off as too harsh when I'm trying to do maybe just liking the comments. But I will say this, going forward, whether it is on YouTube, on Facebook Live, after the show airs, or when it is airing, if you're talking about someone that we know and love being murdered or being suicide or putting out stuff that is a theory and not a fact, it is going to be deleted. Just because what we're trying to do right now is move forward and heal people and concentrate on the legacy. We can't go back to stuff. Now, if you want to believe in that, I'm sure there's other things for that, other places you can go there. It just isn't welcome here and what we're trying to do and come from a place of positivity. If you have actual facts, it's a little bit different. So, so um, there you go with Brian. I think Keely answered your question perfectly when it comes to that. But I just have no space for that and upsets me. Um, it's just like where, you know, I have so many different people pulling me in different directions. I want to put in the money for the mount. I want to put in the money for the TV stand. I actually have to do other stuff uh, to get rid of an Instagram account that's not going to be free. And then people are like, oh, like I'll help with your makeup. Or, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to learn how to put up clips. And it's like doing all this stuff. And I think they think that I do nothing, but I turn off the screen and I'm still sitting here until next week when it's time to uh, have new outfits for you guys. It takes time. And I don't know all that stuff. So, and that's where it's going to be. So... Yeah. And that's where um, it comes down to. Where, as I'm talking about love for another and all these other things, there's arguing going on. It's fantastic. I don't want to delete those things. So, no, I'm not getting rid of my Instagram. I do have a fake Dr. Funkenberry that uh, is being problematic and of course not being able to get in contact with an actual person at Instagram is quite frustrating. So I have to take steps in order to protect myself and that doesn't come free. Um, I've asked that account several times before to change the name and uh, they get off on it because they know that you guys are thinking it's me and it's a secondary account or whatever. And um, it's like, yes, still, as many times as um, I have um, had you guys reported and reported myself, it's still going on. And it's just absolutely frustrating. So there's going to have to be money involved into doing that. So it's like that, that also involves time. 
that's other things that people just don't understand. So the things I'm trying to do is concentrate on uh, what you guys can see physically and how it appears before. Another thing, like I said, I'm afraid of, we get it mounted, even because where I have to have the setup at, at the end of my desk, so the light is right behind it, or else you'll won't have this, and we'll have it in the dark. The light is right behind it, and where the TV is at, have it mounted, but where it'll bend this way more so to the right, and I'm not certain that that is a possibility, but it's something that I'm going to try out. So um, it just takes time to do stuff. So yeah, it's, you have Facebook, you have Instagram, and it's just frustrating. And it's like, they just do not care. Um, you know, and it was like, oh, you need to get an account verified. I'm like, yeah, I've been trying. And again, this situation doesn't help. Um, because it confuses you guys. And then if you start liking their posts, their posts show up more in the feed. Then we're having a guest on the show. You guys aren't seeing the post until after the show or stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. Those are things that um, we're getting on. I'm not getting rid of my Instagram, though. I'm just trying to get rid of that person. It seems that every time that I report that account and you guys report it, that I'm the one that gets punished because then I see some of my posts, all of a sudden they're not getting the likes that they would normally between 400 to 700. So it's like sometimes the person um, reporting the account that's being fake, it hurts the person that's doing the reporting. So it's a problem. Twitter's fine, but the thing is, is that don't get fooled by the media. like. There's more people on Instagram and Facebook than there are than there is on Twitter, but because of how they have the trends and how they have other stuff, and of course, one person tweeting all the time, Twitter gets a lot of the attention, but it's not where everyone is at, um, you know. And I still have my Funkinberry website, but that takes time as well, and I'd love to put in the energy into that. Um, but it's, it's a time issue. And then when you used to post stuff and then people would just take your, your news item and then put it out as a tweet without credit, that would be a problematic as well. So it's Dr. Underscore Funkenberry is the fake account. If you just follow Dr. Funkenberry without any of that crap, that's doing it. Of course, they, um, they're saying I am not me as their little thing. And of course, um, when I was, uh, on the org, you know, I had I am me, no one else. So obviously the person that's doing it has been a fan for a while and they probably impersonated a lot of other people. But because of my real name, not being Funkinberry and me not wanting to change it to that, it becomes a problem. So there we go. <clears throat> yeah. It, it's just frustrating and that's something that I've been having to deal with and that person like gets off on it and then attacks other people and I just say not to comment on that person's post just report the account and leave it be and hopefully one day soon when I have to put in the time and energy into it uh, which will take about 
probably in one setting six hours and then having to go through the process of things and have and hiring someone to do that so you know it is frustrating now as for having people on the show and uh, we will be doing this for having people on the show because we can't do what we did before and give you guys like when you guys are in the room like hey join us it has to be a specific link so you're gonna need to get it at a time because each week the link changes but if you go to drfunkpodcast at gmail.com you want to be in the show again that's going to be a process as well because we're going to have to test your microphone test your camera when you have to be on um so probably that's what we're going to be looking for is the first time doing it is after paisley park after dark happens where people attend we'll have them on no d you don't have to pay for instagram the thing is is i have a fake account that is impersonating me and it's fooling people and in fact that they've the person who's running account says it's not true but other people are telling me that they've given this person money before so the thing is in order because of instagram not paying attention to the reports not having an actual person there my id of course i don't look like my id anymore my id not saying dr funkenberry on it it's making it hard to get rid of the account so i have to pay for something to start legal action against this person and then for instagram to take it seriously unfortunately it has to go that route but that's what's going to have to be done so yeah it's going to be um some money and some time and hiring people to take care of it uh, when i would rather be putting the money to other things but that's what i need to do and um what's funny is is you know if prince was still here which he's not um there probably would have been someone contacting instagram on the estate's behalf or prince's behalf to get rid of that account um no it's someone overseas and i believe it's a female pretending to be a male so but they get off on it and personally i think they make like 20 fake accounts a week to have them like be followed and then of course if you see with the comments it's always the exact same comments where it's hard so it's one person pretending to be other people so it's you know it is what it is so yeah but when i ask you guys to donate and these other things and then here's another person that may or may not be hitting up people for it um genie so you're getting my drift and that becomes problematic where the person's saying i'm not taking anyone's money but again if you were using your own name or if you were calling yourself red binder but you're calling yourself doctor underscore funkenberry and you're not posting about donuts you're not posting about basketball you're posting about prince so you're fooling people and then not only that is that they're using trademarked photos copywritten photos to where 
I'll have people contact me like, hey doc, how come you're not giving me credit anymore? Or like, can you give me credit when you're using my photos? I'm like, I can't do that because that's not my account. That other person is doing it. Then other people's artwork, they're using that artwork or images that are being changed. And then I see them attacking the person in the comments, like Funkenberry, that's foul, man. Why are you doing that? And it's not me. And then before everything shut down, I went to a club, a woman who was a fan said that you're rude to me on Instagram. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I comment on your thing. I ask you questions. I send you direct messages and you don't respond. And then they showed me who they're following and it's the other account. And I know this person in real life and they were following the wrong account. So of course I feel that you guys, if it's someone that knows me and they're, they're following the wrong account, you guys are probably doing it. And the thing is, is when you're on Instagram, it's suggesting this other Funkenberry to you. And then you're thinking, wasn't I already following him? Or wait, is this a secondary account for him? It's not. It's just, um, I don't want to like have a GoFundMe. I ask you guys for PayPal and other stuff, but I try to do that for the show and other things. Um, and it's been ridiculously hot here and there's very few places open. Um, I'd have to get the right TV mounts, have to figure out the size of this TV since I already own it, get the right mounts, and then get someone out to install it for me and make sure that they're being safe. Yes, Steve. Everyone's a comedian, right? So, but yeah, it's it's foul. I mean, Maite had fake accounts, Jill Jones, Jerome. Some of these people had to get Instagram accounts because of the constant fake accounts because they'd be saying I'm not on Instagram, but then they had to join to block people from doing this. And then of course we see it on Facebook all the time where there'll be fake accounts of Prince associated people. So I'm expecting when the Prince side of the time set comes out is that there'll be new fans again, trying to find stuff. And that's this person or people are going to be making fake accounts and doing stuff, you know, but for me, Instagram is something that you have to have. Thank you. One of the original ones, I believe, that was like sold during the Dimes and Pearls tour. So was able to get that. Now let's get back on track. Now again, people, if you want to appear on the show, if you're planning on being at Paisley, um, We want to have you on the show after September 5th. Now, do we have them on, on our regular Wednesday show like we used to do back in the day, or do we have them on right after, which would be late at night? We may do a special of that, but I think just having them on the Wednesday show to talk about their experience will be really cool. So. I had to have people inside my house. Um, that's another lawsuit. But, um, you know, we were not allowed to be against it. But we had to have people inside our house in July when the outbreak of COVID was really going on here. And we had no choice. And then they ended up scraping stuff in my place when they were uh, doing the work. So it's just problematic. 
but there's other things going on that I'm dealing with. I'm just trying to tell you about the stuff that pertains to the show for stuff in the Prince world. So it's like, again, you have to do things. And then, and then um, it could be to people like, cause people hit me up at least once a week, you know, there's a fake you, you know, there's a fake Funkenberry account on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I know. And people are like, you know what do you need to get yourself verified? I'm like, yeah, I've been trying. It's just like where people are giving me advice on this show and they're pulling me in 15 different directions. There's a few people that I take advice from, advice from that I've spoken to in the past week. Those are the ones I have to do, but everyone has an opinion on doing things. And the main thing is, is that uh, it's about timing and other things going on. And I want to do this. So um, we've had Shelby J on before. We haven't had Maite on before. Someone's asking. We want to have them on. The main thing is right now uh, I'm trying to get people that haven't been on before. So Maite would be a good guest. But we have Michael B. And there's like at least three people a week that, um, you know, I'm in contact with that haven't been on any shows before. I'm constantly trying and you have to put in the energy to it. It'll be after the release of Sign of the Times. So I can't do anything till then because I'm sure that they're recording a special podcast for the Prince Estate and it's in their contracts that they can't do anything like this. You'd only be approved for other media, but with the Prince stuff, even though we're helping promoting promote the set, we can't have them on. So there you go. Trust me, I'm listening to all your stuff, but there's other people that I've been trying to get on that I think you guys are going to be really excited about. I never tell who I'm going to have on anymore because I did that, and then other people are hitting them up. So I see all your things. Um, as Third Eye Girl, when Prince was here, we had Donna, Ida, and Hannah on, and we were having sound issues with them because they were from Paisley. And uh, they announced the Live Out Loud tour on our show. So we did have Joshua Welton on recently, and Hannah was on uh, commenting with you guys, but not on camera. So when we have her on, that'll be a bonus. So, but I'd love to have Donna on soul, solely. We'll see what the future holds with stuff. So all of them sound awesome. But I can't tell you guys who I'm going to have on because of what's happened before. And it's not me trying to do anything like, you have no idea, you know, whether it's people offering you to do your makeup, which I'm thinking I'm doing a pretty good job at doing my own makeup, to be honest. I'm sure I can do it even better. Ruth, Ruth will be down the road. Um, but I, I host a show, I take the comments, do everything else, and I'm also the booker. And that does take time. And uh, there's just certain guests I don't want to give up on. I didn't give up on Van Jones, and we got him. You know, uh, But those are the things that we try to do. And I'm reaching out to other people, but it's a, pro it's a product as well, and a project as well. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a system of other stuff. I know people are 
applying for it, but sometimes you need to be in direct contact with the people that you want on. Um, and I'm not to that level yet. We're going to be like, hi, I'm the assistant calling for the Funkin' show. So, you know, um, so Saturday night on the after party, I must have missed that. Was she live? like on camera like I am, or was she in comments, or what was going on with that? So. Ruth Azarte is someone that was Prince's assistant and Prince's manager during most of the musicology run, the 31-21 era, Planet Earth. If we know where Aaron is, we could have Aaron on, so. Zoom. Okay, I missed that. I'm glad that she's feeling a little bit more comfortable on camera. So, not even going to say who I want to interview the most because it turns into a problem. I'll just say that I want to have Susan Rogers on after we can have her on. But um, there's a lot of people I want to have on, and I think that there's a lot of people that have print stories that you guys have no idea about. So, my main thing is, is trying to do the best show for you guys, as it is your show. There is some rules, though, just as I mentioned earlier. We are not going to be freaking talking about uh, conspiracy theories and other stuff. And it just hurts what we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to do for Prince's legacy. So, um, but it is your show in every other regard. Just like Paisley Park, there aren't, there aren't any rules, but no cell phones, no this, when he was here. So, and from uh, the PRN alumni, speaking of the after show, I think Sinbad's comment, the most interesting one that he had was there ain't nothing worse than a new Prince fan. It's just like when we were doing the Michael B interview last Friday and um, he was talking about a story to where he was saying it was when Andy Allo was around, but it actually wasn't. It predated Andy Allo and was in 2007 for the 3121 movie where it was something between him and Sonny and Prince and Cora and Josh Dunham. Cora Coleman and Josh Dunham. And then people are like, Andy Allo was this, Andy Allo was that. And I went, no, 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 no. We're talking about this. And he was in a band that was going to be with Andy Allo, but he was getting stuff mixed up. Then another thing that we were talking about was him rehearsing for Montreux 2009, which a lot of people didn't know. And then there's people going, John Blackwell was the drummer for Montreux. And like, that's not what we're talking about. What we were trying to talk about was they were rehearsing for it and they were rehearsing for it and it didn't happen that John Blackwell did end up being the drummer and these other things happened. So we're trying to figure out why, but then you just have all these comments, John Blackwell, John Blackwell. I'm like, yeah, we know, but we're talking about rehearsals and it just, comes, you know, talking about T, don't think T would want to come on. So, but that's it. It's just like, and you have it all the time on Twitter, on Instagram, 
if you make a little mistake or, or whatnot, or they're not understanding it, they'll never comment on your stuff. They won't like it, but they think they're pointing out a mistake. Um, then they want to comment and then they want to post. And I even have that on my private Facebook page where people try to battle other people on it, which is frustrating because they know more eyes are on it. So it absolutely is more hurtful. What kind of merchandise would Prince want to be sold? Not telling that yet. When we have different people involved or uh, a company that will actually listen to me, you know, and not treat me as annoying because I'm not a rat. Uh, that's the problem. But even the rat, they talk stuff about. And the rat just doesn't know that. Who would I want to interview? Who would he want me to interview? He probably wouldn't want me to interview Susan Rogers. <laughs> but as long as we keep stuff on track, like Susan played an important part in Prince's life and the vault. The problem with Susan that Prince had is her saying it was her life mission to be working in the vault and other stuff. That really bothered him. Uh, but I do believe that for a project like this, for Sign of the Times, Susan's story is quite important, and that'll be it. Um, but, you know, Prince would want me to interview the musicians that were a part of stuff. And it's interesting because even the people that have actually been involved in these deluxe edition sets, they don't want to come on the show. So again, there's this disconnect with the fans where, you know, they'll like your comments on social media and go, oh, you're awesome. But this is the show for you guys. But as unless it's certain other, other things, they're not going to be a part of it. So I love to see DVDs come out and that's going to be stuff on the future that we're going to be talking about. Um, <laughs> see, the Sinbad thing was funny. But that comment of what he said about ain't nothing worse than a new Prince fan. And here I am. I like the new fans. But the problem is, is what Prince thought in 1984 and 1985 wasn't what he was thinking in 2016. Sometimes an interview that he would give in 1985, if he gave a different interview the next day, it would be a different uh, answer. So you can't go by this stuff and you have to know the new, all the history. And of course... When you're becoming a new fan, you're hit over the head with the Purple Rain material, and now it'll be Sign the Times. The thing is, is that you have to go through the entire process and under, understand that process included Prince changing his mind more times than I change my outfits in the day, which right now is three times a day with how hot it is. Um, have an outfit for the morning, have an outfit for the afternoon, have an outfit for the show, have an outfit for bed. It's actually four outfits. You know, I'm surprised I don't have different outfits when I'm brushing my teeth and when I lay in the bed. Um, yes, and this is it, though. We live in a world of this right now. Not this. We live in a world of this. The nature of people. So much easier for people to be negative and critical. And that's it, is that some people want you to live in fear. I had a former employee when I was an emergency dispatcher that they would be more critical of people than trying to be positive. And then you see it all the time that here it is. If one Prince associate is attacking another associate, everyone wants to know about it. Everyone wants to talk about it. 
and then they're going to ask me my opinion. I'm not going to do that because I'm going to just going to steal it and not even try to make it look like it's mine. But as Mo said, when they go low, I go high, and that's just how it has to be. Um, and Questlove does not want to talk about unreleased material on air. So we already had those discussions. So, but that's it is we can't get involved in the drama and you as the positive fans, when that's happening, either pay it no mind or just say, that's not what he was about, you know, and I don't want the purple drama. As someone used to say to me, you know, Scotty Baldwin, you know, he said when Prince was here, there was drama. What made you think it was going to be any different after he wasn't here anymore? And I said, you know what, Scotty? Because when he was here, it was worth it. And he agreed with me. So, hey, Veronica, late to the party. We always late, but we got to look great, right? But that's what it comes down to. You can't be involved in that stuff and then other things going on. And that's just not where I'm going to be. Um, and the guests that I have on and the show that I'm trying to do, uh, it's just not going to go that route. I'm not going to be putting into it, you know. But um, what I would like when it comes to merchandise is, again, you know, um, some of you said you've ordered stuff from the estate and you haven't had a problem. So that's great. I want to have it happen more frequently. Of course, we're going through COVID, but when you're dealing with a limited edition set and then you're getting a notification that it's on its way and it was supposed to arrive last Thursday and now no one knows where it's at, that's a problem, at least for me. So whether we're 21 years old, 31, 21, 41, 51, we don't need drama anymore. And I used to think that soap opera is built on that. And now these reality shows, they build on it, that they create tension because it creates ratings. You always got to have that one fight at the reunion, right? You always have this other stuff. So this is why I don't like watching that crap. You know, I like to be a part of it. And Electric Fetus, they have excellent merchandise and they do ship it correctly. But there is stuff that they have that the estate doesn't have. So... Thank you, Andrew. And that is a Prince Estate shirt as well. So just like the shirt I'm wearing right now is a Prince Estate shirt. So I try to um, do these things and give them props. You know, we could have like a, you know, eventually, I don't know. I was going to say a high collection of princes, but nah, only certain people who can that off so I don't like drama and um, it's probably why I, I spend most of my times alone because uh, it's more peaceful and then you want to invite someone into that but you don't want to have to deal with the drama it's nice to wake up early in the morning before the world is going on and just put on a record make some tea, chill for a bit, 
get your exercises in, do stretching, be at peace. Try to take time for that. So, you know. See, we can have discussions like this all the time about what Paul is saying. I really dug your positive post about the Come album. You know, it's considered a contract filler album, but I really enjoy those songs. Which one of those would have let him release the gold album two weeks after that album? But hey, eventually we got both albums. Yes. But again, you know, Prince wasn't selling the way that they wanted Prince to sell at the time. But he proved that if he needed to sell, he could sell. He showed it with Diamonds and Pearls. It could, probably could have sold more. Walk Don't Walk was supposed to be the next single when he was pushing Sexy MF to be pushed out. And then that's when started the discontent is even during Graffiti Bridge. After the movie was bombing, he was already working on Diamonds and Pearls and wanting it to be put out and they didn't want to do it. So even Diamonds and Pearls was already a year late except for Get Off, which was one of the last additions to do that you know so yes originally you know there would have been a five song ep released on june 7 1993 that had come peach pope endorphin machine i believe race i'm not certain on that as i said someone will correct me if i'm wrong um and that didn't happen so then yeah the name change and other stuff because he was frustrated because of his contract at the time if he didn't sell 5 million copies of his $10 million advance, he'd have to give 5 million back because they were hoping it would make him concentrate more on the aspect of uh, the music. But he was constantly wanting to put out stuff quickly. So here it is. You wanted Prince, the Come album release, and then Gold Experience two weeks later. And then there was certain tracks that were on the Come album that ended up being taken off and put on the Gold Experience since they said, no, we're not going to put that out now. So it was frustrating for those things. And um, so, yes, I love their necklace as well. I have one. Why did it take that? So I see you wearing in your picture. So there we go. Now you have this question. Who did Prince invite to his last part of Paisley? You and who else on his personal team? His DJ at the time, Purple Pat. If I'm mispronouncing that, I, I'm upset at myself. Purple Pam. Purple Pam was invited. Apollonia was wanting to come out. He told her, no, it's cool. We'll stay at home. Uh, John Bream, I believe, was invited as well or knew it was happening, but came. But it was myself and uh, Purple Pam that was invited to stuff. Even though I said, if you want me there, I'll be there. If you don't want me to be there, I'll need to be there but I was there. Um, little did I know it'd be my last time seeing him. I don't even believe Come was actually a contract filler. It was just him trying different stuff. That version of Come is cool. It isn't as, you know, the version that we originally heard um, at the Universal Amphitheater on the Act One tour. Um, but, but Loose, Let It Go, Space, the Space remixes. Um, Anyone chaos and disorder, I walk there for I am. And Into the Light was a very important song for him at the time as well. It just may have, the thing is, is that Prince lost interest quite quickly when it wasn't fresh. Like when I lay my hands on you, I love that song. But Prince had no interest in performing it, going on Fallon or 
excuse me, Leno at the time. I was just going to say the Tonight Show because to him it was already old. So those are those problems. Um, agree with you, Terry, on that one. Yeah, he wasn't doing music to have hits anymore. So contact George on Twitter and we can see things because I'm just concentrating on other stuff. But yes, in the future, we'd love to have him on. Um, yeah, Letterman was a little bit of a dick on that, you know, is, which makes perfect sense why he's here promoting it tonight. So, and I agree with this comment. So many people were lucky to have worked or knew, knew with Prince, have worked with Prince or knew Prince. I wasn't so lucky. Just want to hear the stories about the man and his music respectfully. We all know he's a human being. No one is perfect, not even Prince. Tell all the stories during the after party were so fun and respectful. And that's great. And that's awesome. So, and see, even acoustic space is the jam. And just from where it's coming from. So, we're hitting the hour mark. I was going to make this show an hour, but it seems that you guys are digging it. So, we'll try to make it last. But if you guys don't have questions, then we'll end it going on that. Um, See, when I lay my hands, you know, on you is an awesome song. And how the way he played the guitar, like Europa in the hands of Santana, and just hit that soul like Santana would. It's just amazing. Uh, 2010 this year to next year. Uh, we will see what Sony has in store for that. Warners will probably have another set next year. Um, but so Sony will have some stuff, probably not by the end of the year. I'm kind of hoping we kind of need to, re need to recover from the price tag of that, uh, sign the Thames, sign the time sets, right? Um, he never cooked for me, although I did eat at the 3121 cuisine place. He has offered me food before and I did turn it down because when we would be talking, I didn't want to have food in my mouth. So, you know. What was it like the first time I met him? Now, as I said before, I tried to avoid meeting him for a super long time. Even when he would talk to me at the house parties, I would ignore him and have my date talk to him. That's just how it was. I wasn't trying to have any interaction with him. I was trying to have that barrier. And again, he didn't know who I was for years. And then after he found out who I was, when the next time he was in LA recording um, an album, it was like, I want you to come to the studio. And I said, no. And um, that wasn't a good enough answer. Uh, the problem was, is that I already had plans to hang out with Maite earlier that night. So I wasn't gonna be telling Maite where I was going to afterwards. Um, and then it's like, starts hitting me up. When are you getting to the studio? And I'm like, dude, this guy's up all night. Why is he hitting me up like at 10 p.m.? Like, I'll be there soon. So when I got to the studio at uh, the record plant here in L.A., um, you know, I saw Julia Ramadan, his manager at the time, and Andy Allo there. And there was Prince, huge smile on his face. I believe he kind of had a notebook in his hand, just taking notes of the playback. And he, he stood up and was like, give me the brother handshake. And then 
he thanked me for something I posted on Andy earlier. And he's like, thank you for posting that or else I wouldn't have seen it earlier because I helped Andy get a radio interview and we captured the audio. I think he just wasn't awake when she was doing the interview. But he had a huge smile on his face and that was my first reaction. And then he's all like, you ready to hear the album? And then he's telling Dylan to play it from the top. And then uh, in the middle of the first song, it started messing up. And that's when Prince goes, do you want to play table tennis? I'm like, you mean ping pong? Dude, I haven't played like in 30 years. And he goes, just like riding a bike, right? No, it's not like riding a bike when Prince is playing you and whooping your ass. So that was the main experience. So um, I hope you're recovering from that, Julian. When you talk about, and when you talk about one of his rooms, what would you mean? Because when we'd hang out, we hung out in the kitchen of Paisley to talk before. Or we would drive around, you know, be in the soundstage area. He would be having private rehearsals for me and stuff like that. Um, see... My concern is after the big albums are put out in a deluxe format, then what? I enjoy every Prince album. I'm not sure if the public would be all the interest in 70s, 90s, 2000s, zeros, 2010s. See, we're going to have to market it differently, especially when you have videos that are unreleased. And there's so many projects that people aren't even aware of. Uh, you can make things happen. But you still have certain people alive that can help contribute to the story and they're not being utilized um but those are things that i would suggest to do like again and people love it the promotion for sign of the times will be interviews in overseas magazines and digital articles and you'll probably have something with susanna melvoin involved and other stuff but i'd like to have more video interviews or video collages and then assign the time special whether it's on showtime or netflix or amazon and add on some of the stuff whether it's done with netflix uh, with a documentary they're working on and other things but that's just for that but we can do that for other albums like his 90s material wasn't as popular as the 80s but again he didn't have the machine behind him at that time. But I do believe there's ways to make that music have just as much of importance and do other things. So did Prince do hard serves and ping pong? Yes, after I slammed the ball after one time and I went, man, I just made a mistake. He was taking it easy on me. Oh boy. And then he trash talks during it. It's ridiculous. Um, do you ever say thank you? Yes, all the time. And then like I remember after hanging out in the studio, I wrote an article about Andy. And of course, because he knew, he knew he could trust me on stuff. So I didn't mention that he was in the studio at all or any of the things that we did that night, whether it was uh driving around listening to music or ending up in his hotel room and in, in his bedroom in his hotel yes i ended up in not at paisley but he was playing me new music from a laptop from andy's album and other stuff and um 
you know, I didn't talk about that. I just concentrated on Andy and he loved the article. I got a text from Julia, like Prince wants to send you money for it. And I was hurting at that time. So a few months behind on my rent and I went, no, let Andy pay me. Because there was just this thing at the time of not wanting to be on Prince's payroll and stuff. But as he kept having me be more and more involved to where I was being full time to some aspect, that's when I said, you know, there just has to be like an agreement made. Um, but those experiences I super treasure. Um, after shows are incredible, more of them. Yes, we may not have video for, for some of them. We'll have to go on that. Yeah, he trash talked me, all right. So, uh, well, you're saying this. And I'm just going to let it be there. Why is Warner Brothers not promote any of the deluxe release? They slept on everything since 2016. Well, you have the estate put out singles once a week or once every two weeks, like they've been doing. They do these digital articles and other stuff. That's been the, the thing of their promotion because you're, trough, you're trying in their eyes to maximize your profits. So if you're putting money into stuff, like the visual they did today on Facebook and social media, that didn't cost anything. So that's what Sony, that's what Universal tried to do with 31, 21 and other stuff. So, um, That's where it comes down to. But those are the things that they do. They're trying to maximize their profits. But here is hoping, you know, I just feel sometimes in order to make money, you have to spend money. That's why I talk about the mounting and the TVs and other stuff. I'm asking you guys for donations. I have to make things look prettier for you guys. So I try to do these things. And um, that's what it comes down to. I have not been as living quarters upstairs at Paisley. I have been upstairs of other things. Um, the weight room, the gate room, the game room, the wardrobe room, uh, but not that area. And, uh, I'm okay with that. Am I making a documentary? Nope. Nope. I'm not writing a book. I do have ideas about stuff, but we'll see how that plays out in the future and how it could be profitable for the estate in the future and other things. So, um, Prince was great at covering other folk songs. What do I think of the idea of a compilation release of the covers? Are there too many legalities to make that happen? You don't need permission to do covers, but the problem with that is, is the songwriters are going to get a lion's share of the profits. Um, that's where the problem lies as it may not be profitable. Now, I don't know if he recorded the middle, but he did do it at Avalon in LA one time for his Oscar after party. And it was absolutely, um, amazing. Jimmy world would probably be blown away. Uh, and just like the best of you and other stuff. So, uh, but that's what I feel is it is possible, but it's not profitable. And even what you saw when Andy Allo did an album of covers on title, 
it was only put up one time and then taken off. There had to be a reason for that. It's because either there wasn't clearance or a certain estate or whatnot was coming after them for it being out without their permission. Just like how you didn't need covers to do, to do you didn't need permission to do covers, but you saw a prince go after people. And unless he gave their blessing, it didn't get out. Um, hiding his face. Well, that was part of the record contract issues. Do I have dreams about Prince? I never knew him, but sometimes I, things make me laugh. Sometimes you do. Not all the time, but does happen. And it's like, there's a few Prince books coming out where I'm gonna have to read them. And when I do that, that's when I have weird dreams. And that's why it's hard to read these books. And that's why I ask for them far in advance because it takes me a little bit of time to get through them. Um, but as I told you guys before, there was someone that told me last year to find a new path to give up the Prince stuff. Although I've been doing this for a long time and people around Prince were telling me that I need to do it and be more vocal and do things and that hurt. So around um, the anniversary of his passing this year, um, I thought about it if I should walk away. And um, I had a dream and it's weird. Dreamt that Prince was kind of like living in the apartment next to me but on the download and then wanting me to do stuff but without seeing him, like how our relationship was originally. And then I'm like, well, why isn't he telling me if he's living there? Like we know each other, wouldn't it be a problem? And then it was like, you know, I was saying to myself, like, look, like I want to be able to do this, but I can't be going broke. I can't be, be getting frustrated. Like I want to give, um, my energy to it but it's really hard and it was just basically like saying prince is saying stick with it you'll be taken care of and then of course towards the end of the dream i realized that prince is no longer here but the message i got was um that don't give up keep doing this not sure if he's saying that he needs me to do it but don't give up keep doing this because you know you will be a part of it and i need you to be a part of it but it's not like he appeared directly and prince is with me right now talking with you guys i'm not going to be saying stuff like that you ask me a question i'm giving you my honest answer and you know like i was hurt um by this person of power saying that and um you know i had to give it some thought, but I don't want to do it. And yeah, it's, it's hard. It's frustrating. And like, there'll be sometimes people ask me like, I don't understand how you do this. You're how you're able to do this. Like, you know, how can you be living off this? And that's pretty true. Do you ever hear one of my songs? No, but I would post little lyrics on, on Twitter or other stuff. Um, but I'm not the songwriter that he was or other stuff, and I do not pretend to be. Um, so 
That's what it goes on about it. Eating a PBJ sandwich laughing. Probably when he was younger, he would have that. But yeah, I'm not walking away. Don't worry. Um, Catherine, I hope that you're able to make it one day and go with someone that will give you the strength. Uh, I own the John L. Nelson Project album, and I support Sharon Nelson. We'll say that. Like, I may not support everyone's ideals of stuff, but I supported that album coming out because it was their father's, and he played a role. Do I have any P tattoos? I'm a blank canvas. Who knows what the future holds? Right now, that's what I try to say is I have a blank canvas. So. And that's the whole thing to be taken care of. And it sounds selfish. The main thing is, is like I had involvement before for a long time and I was being taken care of. And, you know, I want to do stuff on a broader scale and be used. Uh, professionally, could there maybe be people that are more qualified? Possibly. But sometimes you have to think artistically and not about credits and who would provide this stuff. Sometimes when a person's heart is in the right place, it makes them better than a person that may have that experience where you have someone um, that has the connections more so than doing it. I'll say this, if we're both having to wear suits and show up and blow people away, I'll be the best dressed one in the room. You know, not trying to be arrogant, but I'm just using that as an analogy of going with stuff that you have to prepare for stuff. The Gangster Glam video, I believe that's some of the upstairs at the time, but you did have um, for the house style version, that was his old house that's no longer there. So, you know. Passion counts more in this legacy and during experience and credits. And I'm not looking for credit. You know, that's going to be some stuff that may go along with it. Like, you know, I think we all want to want, want to find our own path. I would love for this show to be successful and to interview other people and turn this into something. But if I was for the rest of my life working with the Princess State and making other things happen in different aspects, and um, lived a comfortable life, I'd be okay with that. Uh, it's more just about doing what you love and trying to do it for the right reasons. So that's what it comes down to. And my connection was for a while. Some people will try to downplay that or be hurtful, and it's okay. Like, I know my place, and we all deserve a space at the table. That's why I'm glad people like Sam Jennings on the reissues are being involved. Um, and I'm sure when it comes to the Lotus Flower era, you're going to have Scott Clay and Anthony Malzone involved. Just like Anthony was involved with one of the designs for uh, one of the posthumous celebrations. So these are things that are important and we all play a role. The thing is, is that my role was behind the scenes for a long time. And then from 2011 
it took to a different level. And I was still there the week after he passed. You know, we're talking about a decade. And uh, yeah, I wasn't trying to meet him because I personally feel that too many people were wanting to meet him or get his Purple Rain money or do other stuff. And I just wanted to promote him. I wanted to do other things. Like even Ruth will tell you that Prince had a hard time figuring her out. So um, that sometimes, you know, he would be constantly checking people's so um, where they're trying to come from and how loyal they are because there is always something in it. And I believe that Ruth was a genuine person that actually cared for Prince and loved working for Prince as difficult as it was. And sometimes they probably want to wring his neck but it's doing these other things. So, yeah. Interesting. Can't block that person, but that's where it goes on to. So that's what it goes on. You live for the organ writer. You should leave some of those VHS tapes to DVD or get off eventually in time. We know they're going to have stuff. But again, the process of what is video and what was on film, can that be changed for Blu-ray and how expensive a process would it be? Uh, you need to show me that photo. I, knew, I do believe that Afshin has a photo, but it's of me standing next to Prince and Tamar and I'm looking in this direction. Um, but that'd be kind of cool if there's that photo and I never realized it. So, yeah. This is a tough one for me. Now that Prince considered you a trusted friend, he would be mad if you were people not handling you a special gear and some purple money to keep this going. It's tough. Um, because, you know, I didn't mean this as a diss to him. When Chris R. from the Tribune, uh, he sent me questions for me to answer. And with me kind of being more involved in 2013, I sent it to Julia first to see if it was okay to answer the questions. And what Chris R. didn't realize at the time is that Prince, I gave the questions just to Julia to look over and say if it was okay. She showed them to Prince and then Prince said, let me answer them. And then I sent it back to Chris R. And he didn't know that it was Prince doing the answering of the questions. And of course, he did tell me later on that if he would have done that, he would have gotten a lot, a lot of stuff from John Green. But Prince in that said, uh, Chris asked, who is Dr. Funkenberry? And Prince said, and I got to see this before I went to Chris. Um, he's a trusted friend and, you know, someone that believes in the truth. You have other people talking about that right now, which is funny. Um, but 
that kind of blew me away. And then I would say it on the show that he considers me a friend. I don't know if I would do that because um, I don't know. And I wasn't trying to be a dick or a jerk, but it's not like we, we watched basketball games together or football games. Um, but do we hang out from time to time? Was there daily contact through text or emails for a long period of time? Yes, but that would be through other people, not directly through me. And I want to continue to keep stating that. Um, you know, when Prince once was asking me to do a bunch of stuff and then he'd be saying, oh, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I brought up like, look, like I'm, I'm having this stuff going on and I'm having to put a lot of energy into it. And then it was like, Julia was telling me that, you know, everyone wants this purple rain money. And I just, my answer was, and I said this before that, um, I don't want the purple rain money. I just thought his favorite color is purple. Mine is blue. And I thought together we could make a lot of green. And he liked that answer. And then the next day, Julio was hitting me up. He wants your bank account info. He wants to send you some money and continue to keep it going. But it's like, you don't want stuff for free. You want to be able to do the work and be involved. And one of the things that I was doing for him would not only be hosting a show like this when he was here and making sure that you guys had a voice. And I'm trying to do that now. But again, so, you know, you ask people to be respectful. And then you say you're not going to do it. And then they still try to find other reasons to validate why they should be able to do what they're doing. And that's exactly what's happening now. It is what it is. I said that there's other places that you can go to share that and be that, but that's not where it's about. We're trying to deal with Prince's legacy. You can be a part of that or not. It's your choice, but I'm giving you a choice here. I'm not trying to say anything else. If you don't want to be a part of that, that's fine but I'm being nothing but nice and respectful. Sometimes other people have different ulterior motives and it goes into things and that can be problematic. So, you know, and this is just where it's just gonna come from, from now on. So, Ruth cracking up when she told the story when he went from the name to the symbol, she asked how radio or whomever should pronounce it. He said, that's your job to figure it out. She looked at him and said, okay, can you imagine that? You're talking about um, not Ruth, but Jackie, right? Because Ruth at that time, he was already being, um, Ken, I think you're gonna have to show that to me privately or send that as a DM because I can't link it in here. I know you're sending it through Facebook, but not on StreamYard. Um, Brian, I don't know. You would think that he knew, but I can't go on that. Um, Mike, I also think that Neil will be on all the shows, probably will be on mine, and uh, after we read it, we can go through that stuff. Um, so you're probably talking about the Bump Squad. That's still on, it's on Yahoo. Um, we're trying to find ways to archive it and put it to Dr. Funkenberry. I still have the Dr. Funkenberry website. Um, and sometimes I think about posting on that. The problem is, is that that takes time and it's, 
you have you'll post on that and then people will just take information from it before so it was ruth just when she was talking about with him because she wasn't around at that time in the 90s when he changed his name was it something that a story that she was sharing with him from that time period because it wouldn't be for her to figure out because at that time she was working for him he went was going by the name prince again so so you gotta be confident so Any other questions? I don't want to do it, but let's get it in for the last six minutes. We're going to cut this off at the 90-minute mark. I'm glad that you guys are able to enjoy me when I don't have guests on and we're able to do this stuff. But um, Karen Lee, okay, there we go. I haven't had Karen on my show before, but should be have someone on that. So uh, revolution. I try to keep my um, my lips sealed on that, but it just didn't work out. It was an executive decision that wasn't made by me, but other things played into that. It was great for the time period that he was on, but it had to go in a different direction. I do D, I just haven't, I have to upload it. And what I try to do is right now, because we're trying to build the audience, um, that we're kind of like leaving it on Facebook and YouTube to where people have to go there to be on it, to just build the audience. Because you're having people like Peach and Black, like their podcast is going away because they're not getting the views or listens that they used to have. So the thing is, is to adapt and do other things. Have a good night, Janie. Jeannie. Um, that's a tough one. You know, um, at different periods of time, there were different people that would be involved in that way. So I can't really answer that without hurting a few people. And they may have had a relationship with Prince that we didn't even know about. Um, but there were different ones that played a role at different times. Uh, it just, a lot of them ended up working for him, you know, or other things. So, you know, that's what it comes down to. Eventually, we're working on other people, you know, so we have to do stuff. And I appreciate you. And now that we're kind of wrapping things up, I'll do this. Um, sorry. And sorry. I hate having to even say that. And then there's that if you guys want to donate. It's always appreciated. Um, I can go into it too much. And then for this, I was trying to do Cash App earlier, but I couldn't do it. And I've been giving the wrong Venmo for a while now. Yeah, this. That's the Venmo if you want to do that. Um, 
yeah, something should remain private. I agree on that. Some things just didn't like work out. So, so I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I know there's other people that are upset about things, but um, again, what we're trying to do here going forward is about Prince's legacy. And if I'm going to have to write something about what uh, our social media accounts and the page is about, that's what I'm going to have to do because we're just not going to get into that. So, um, and I appreciate it. And thank you, man, as well. And I do not have um, the stars for Facebook. The reason being is that I was applying for that and going through it. And then they wanted my tax information for 2019. And I don't understand why Facebook needs my tax information. So as great as the star idea was, it just seems as another way for Facebook to make money and for the artist not to get paid. Love that in my town. You guys work on that and contact Dave. They know that I want them on and I'll have them on. It's not a problem for me. You know, uh, that's where it goes on to. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, I'm trying to get better at looking at you guys and paying attention and We'll figure out this stuff with looking to the right of the screen. Um, so that's where it's at. I think I'm going to get rid of the beard tonight, and we're going to see how things go. Don't want to touch the hair yet. But there's hat hair for you. All right? Everything is real. And everything we think is true. You guys have a good night. Thank you guys again for subscribing on YouTube. Always share these when you can, and I should have said that at the beginning of the show. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, all the other places. I will be uploading stuff eventually back to Stitcher and other things, but want everything to go into it. And I'm sorry that there's some people that are upset with what we're trying to accomplish for Prince's legacy, but that's what it has to be. Okay, just a trim right here. Um, last question. Through that, P would go on his website and chat with fans not knowing it was him. Yeah, he did that in the MPG Music Club room, and then there was a Paisley Park chat back in the old AOL days that he was involved in. So, yes. Texas here in our prayers. Milwaukee as well. Uh, 2020 is some freaking year. That's all I can say. It ain't over. That's where we go. But, yeah, he would be on his website and then the room. And you know how to reach me. Everyone else, much love. Till next time. Thank you guys. Keep it funky. No. <laughs>